Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. All right, folks, welcome back to Missing Curfew here. I'm Obes, Up Dog. Yo, yo. Cons. Con Smythe. And this guy we got in here now is its more than a friend of the pod. He was a guy that, quite frankly, I begged to kind of try to get involved a little bit, but he's just busy. He's owning restaurants. He's flying around the country. He's just, you know, doing whatever he's doing. Our boy Joffrey Loopel's in the house. Loops. Thanks, boys. Yeah, that seat is always welcome for you. Look good in it. We try to keep that baby as warm as we can for you, fellow. This is a long time coming. Oh, it's warm in here, all yeah, right. It's fine. <laughs> the AC's down, you know. And listen, you don't That's have. All right, we got a guy coming in. You don't have really much. I know you're going to kill it, but the last guy that sat in that chair was Larry Flowers. So you're, you don't have really much to. to you know, you're going to be all right, is what I'm saying. The bar has been set low. <laughs> you don't fly 38A in Southwest, I tell you that. Yeah. yeah, you guys just like, you know, knock out the podcast and then go uh, play Riviera and assume that uh, I'm not ready. Apparently, with my golf game. Ooh, the Riv is a tough track, isn't it? Thons, you just keep hitting that driver fucking down the pipe. Keep getting those hips through, my man. I'm getting the hips through just fine, bro. And don't ever worry about what courses I can and can't play. Right? <laughs> worry about what courses you can play. I'll worry about what course. If I can't play the course, believe me, I'll be the first one to tell you. Hey, what did you say? What's the shot you're going to be working on now? Like, you're really focusing on what is it? I'm all about that short game, bro. 30, 40 yards. You stick it right by the pin, and you will shoot a score. Loops, how, how has our short game been over the years? We, we, Collins, you got a lot of work ahead of you is what I'm saying because we've, we've chili dipped a couple uh, wedges in our day, haven't we, Loops? It's the hardest thing in golf, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's why Loops has his seven wood. Yeah. So yeah. listen, we go. No, I don't even the, chip anymore. I we, we go to called the like heaven wood. The heaven wood. Like we, an old man running yeah. up there. All over Bandon Dunes. But it's kind of sexy the way he does it. But I'll, I'll, we're at Bandon Dunes for Uppy's bachelor party, and I'm matched up <laughs> with with Lupul on the other the team. Wait, I'm sorry. Excuse me? You're, you were aware for what? Bandon Dunes Golf Course. For the Datchler Open. Yeah. Joffrey, wow. Joffrey set it up. PJ McKegg was the one who started this, by yeah. the way. He was like, obviously, we all have a bachelor party at some at some point in our life. But PJ decided every time a guy in our group has a kid... We're having a bachelor party. I think that's more important than the bachelor party. Yeah, I, I agree. 100%. And then you get more of them. Most guys have, you have four kids. kids. So you got, yeah. Pico's still having yeah. kids just to have these bachelor parties. Hey, uh, who wants to have another kid? We got to get another one. I'll take a bachelor party over a bachelor party. <laughs> sure. I mean, it's, and it's just another reason to get the boys together, which is I'm all for. You know, exactly. I'm all for. So we went to Bandon Dunes. I don't know if you've been there, Kevin. It's a great golfer's experience. And we is that did... near Sharkies? Is it like Sharkies? <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. No, teams. it's on the ocean, though. Yeah. So there's it's sharks. It's in Oregon. So we did Bandon Dunes against Shady Canyon. So I had matched up against Lupul for the the whole Ryder Cup style mentality, and I was I was giving him a couple pops, which 
I shouldn't have been. And then he brings this. I'm like, I got this guy. He's fucked now. He's left of the bunker. There's no way he's getting this thing up and down. And out comes the Heavenwood cons. And he <laughs> Heavenwoods this thing around the bunker, up over the hill, and right into like just inside the leather where I'm like, Fuck, that's good. Pick it up. Yeah. Was that the morning that it was fucking raining and you oh were just complete? Yeah, you had no rain jacket. I had a your rain jacket. Your fucking black golf shirt was soaked to your body. And I'm like, hey, uh, I got an- another umbrella. You want it? You're like, fuck that. I'm already fucking wet. I'm talking. I've never seen a guy so wet. And then after the round, we after go have the round, I fuck. The only thing that wasn't wet was my fucking underwear. And I go into the pub cons. I'm like... Yeah, give me the tallest beer you have in there. She comes down, knocks it down. Sure and shit, she drops, knocks it all over me. So four, now my underwear, four right four, my, my underwear, the only thing that wasn't wet is now drenched in beer. I'm like, it's not my day. But that Ryder Cup was a cool experience at Bannon Dunes Loops, that course. Bannon Dunes, yeah, amazing course. Uh, we had a great group of guys. Gods, do you know Bannon Dunes? It's like a link style course. So it's ultimate guys trip. You just, you're right on the water there in Oregon, and we ended up losing the Ryder Cup to him. Oh, I was by a, a point. Loss. But you got a bit. Loop will put the whole thing together. Him and Maddie Ryan. Maddie Ryan got the bird for the boys. Maddie Ice. Maddie Ryan. Hey, Loops, what's your handicap right now? Before we go to Riv, what is it? Actually, we have to look it up. Or uh, I'll look it up. But no, you don't have I, to look it up. Just ballpark. It. No, no. You uh, know, there's I an think app. I, I think I'm a six point two, six point three, six point three. So I know there's gonna, an I'm app. I'm going to be about an <laughs> eight or app. nine. <laughs> I'm on the fucking app, bro. Now's the time to get in Loops' pocket, though, Obes. I think now's your time. I haven't played in a month yet. You guys might. Now's your time. I, I love loops, but I'll tell you what. We were walking up that 18th hole at Bandon Dunes, and I've been this guy's brother for 15 years, and I was spitting mad that I fucking lost two, two of my three matches. The only matches I won were in the afternoon. Like, if, if it was a real Ryder Cup and Uppy was our captain, I would say, hey, bro, I'll sit out the morning matches. Has he ever won a match in the morning? I probably never, <laughs> I probably never won. I would have rode around the golf cart and cheered the boys on if it was a real round. Yeah, I'm not, also, morning too, Loops, maybe coming into a round a little chilly, maybe that's just what the doctor ordered. He could shoot a score today. Nah, I'm on, I'm on Loops. Loops up early. He's doing his fucking yoga stretches. He's I mean, getting I a bike off ride at 640 in. this morning when you guys were stumbling home from whatever nightclub you were in. Loops was but, on the Peloton. We don't do that anymore. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> Loops, what did you think of the cup finals? I thought, I mean, I thought Tampa kind of outclassed them, to be honest. Um, Dallas, they battled and took it to six games, but Tampa, it was pretty clear by about halfway through game three that Tampa wasn't going to lose. I just feel like they had the better goalie, better D, better forwards, and they'd been there before, and they'd been disappointed before. And sometimes you'd see most of these teams that have, like, good, long Stanley Cup runs, they got to go through that. Teams like Chicago, Washington, yeah. Pittsburgh. Like yeah, they, They've say, been there, and they've been there, and they lose, <laughs> and then you realize that— Boys, in our era, what type of team did Tampa, like, remind you of, like, this whole, this whole series? Like, just in, I in the last said, 20 years. Great question, and I would have said that they reminded me of a Washington Capitals team. That just they were, were so close. skilled. Yeah. President's Cups. They just were— they, a bit soft, Washington. They Back added, in the day, they added Tampa added some major grit, though. Yeah, Patty like Maroon, Maroon, Shen, that good Bogosian, Bogosian. Bogosian has been there for a while. No, Bogos- Bogosian was, was a man. big McDonough was so good. Who's the kid from the Devils? Coleman. Yeah, he was fucking awesome. The Capitals are a great analogy. They've won the President's Trophy and disappointed themselves, the fans, like they should have won, and then they they fucking pulled it together. They rallied and they won, and that's what Tampa did this year. It's a great call. They could never get through Pitt. And then, like, Tampa could never get through fucking Boston, right? It was yeah. just— It takes a time to win. 
Could you made it 90 days in that bubble loop, Sarah? I know you're an Edmonton boy. Could you made it 90 days back in the day when the phone was buzzing with texts from people? Being like, hey, Lupo. They're going to string me up for this back home, but making it 90 days in Edmonton is hard. Yes, it is. But 90 days unless in a hotel a, room in Edmonton. Unless you had an underground shit. tunnel built right to Cactus Club. Yeah. yeah. Then then you're talking. <laughs> then you, you know you get those fresh pints. What were those drinks back in the day we used to put the slush oh, in them? Margarita slush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was beer, so a nice cold fucking Alexander Keith's yeah. with the top off with just like a little margarita bit of margarita slushy. slush. Oh, in the summer they're oh, fucking tasty. Yeah. Speaking of the summer, let's touch on the Lupo and Friends golf tournament. So Loops is a good charity guy, he did a lot of charity in Toronto. So you have this tournament cons every August. A little close to training camp, if you ask me. You know, I was always trying to cut a few pounds, and he says, "Loops, like, so Loops, just explain the tournament and how what you did for it." And I'll tell you what, it took it took years off off my life, up, but that was for my own mistakes. Yeah, but we raised a lot of money, so yeah, we put years on other people's couple, lives. Yeah, a couple of years off yours, but you donated it. <laughs> but you gave life to someone yeah, else, Shane, yeah. and that's the important that's thing. The important thing. <laughs> no, but Loops, you did a great job we for did, ten uh, years. Yeah, that's pretty 10 cool. Years, yeah, we actually benefited a couple of different charities throughout the years but it, it was always a fun time and you guys would always be there and I can always remember it was like clockwork every year Monday morning we would always have this early flight back to California <laughs> and he's not getting up real like, fucking early I like, pull him out of bed yeah 7 a.m. bird right down I was occupied boys I was occupied in yeah. there <laughs> And then he would just get to the airport, and instead of carrying his bags, he would just be dragging them. His, uh, his, like, his duffel bag. You didn't think the duffel bag had wheels, and it actually didn't. But fucking that leather bag. It was I, golf clubs. The one, year, the one year they redid the whole airport in Edmonton. The long fucking walk to get to customs. And I remember his... He had the lean going, the left lean the whole time. And so he just he just fucking balanced himself along the wall the whole way with the fucking bag dragging on the right side. I said, should have got the Pretty fuck. Impressive. There's only one flight out of Edmonton. I'm like, is there not a fucking four o'clock in the afternoon? I what, about the, what about the one year I was up there I'm making my speech at the end and I'm like, want to thank these guys for, for coming to the tournament. <laughs> and I'm like, and a big, big thank you to Scotty Upshaw and Shane O'Brien. They've come every year. Can't thank them enough. Look they're, no, they're not there. There's no one there. And so... We went out like, to play okay, a couple uh, extra holes, yeah. didn't we? No, we're no. no we, you, we, you went out there for a reason. It wasn't to play a couple extra holes. A couple cart girls out there. They took off with a couple cart girls. Show. Working on the short game. Working on the short game. That tournament was great for me, especially. I'm, I'm from... Me and Loops grew up together, so it was yeah. always a time I could go back. Had my brother play in the tournament. Had a bunch of my friends, you know, buy a couple holes. And all Loopal's boys back home are beauties, too, so it was... I played with the same... They're big fans of the, I big play, fans of the show. I too. played with the same beauty. To, help me with his name, Loops. The same beauty I played with 10 years Darryl ago. Daryl Cook. Daryl Cook, you fucking buddy, beauty. Yeah. I hope you're listening. Donate I a lot of money. Old so, cons, our boy Loops, it was, I guess it was the right thing to do, but it was a, what, eight, 9 o'clock shotgun, 8 o'clock shotgun? It was a 9 o'clock. Well, except except for you guys. <laughs> I got uninvited. I said, Loops, what's up with the tournament? Should I come? And he's like, you it, don't want to. I was, I mean. It was maybe your antics got, at the Getzloff tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling a hammy. And they don't see many. This, was, this is I during the height, back injury, bro. the height of Entourage, too. We didn't, they don't see many celebrities in Edmonton. I can only imagine what would be happening at that golf tournament. <laughs> yeah, all first the girls. Of all, I would have yeah, got, first I of all, got, you got laid. Thank God you didn't come. I would have got laid if you would have came. Good thing you didn't come. But So it's a 9 o'clock shotgun. And every year I'm like to Loops. I'm like, fuck, Loops is a fucking 9 o'clock shotgun. like. 
And he's like, well, it's got to be because of members. And of course it has to be. What are you going to tee up in a tournament at 1 o'clock, bro? It stays light in Edmonton until fucking 11 in the summer. 9 o'clock seems very reasonable, bro. The Jeter, they fucking tee off at 7 a.m. It's murder. Granted, I'm not, in Lewis's defense, my activities the night before cost me, right? Like I was in PJ. I would imagine so, yeah. But my group, I would show up, Daryl Cook and the boys, and they would have. Warm Jagermeister on the first hole for me, ready to rock. So I'm like, it would get cold by the third hole. By the third hole. Ice, <laughs> so he brings out his son, the one year loops. Who don't mind me telling this story to you? So his no, son comes out. His son might. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And his son's this like cool little kid, but he's chirping me, chirping me, chirping me. And I go to Daryl. I said, Daryl, you mind if I fucking put this guy, if I put your kid in this place a little bit right here? He's like, the kid's yeah, 16. Kid, no, he's, he's like <laughs> 17, 16. About drinking. He's drinking with me. So I start drinking with this kid, and like three holes later, he's puking outside the cart. He can hardly walk up, and his dad, his old man, is like, that a boy. And years later, two or three years, he comes up to me, and he's like, Obi, you taught me a lesson that day to stay in my lane. And I'm like, yeah, but you guys, don't be poking the bear when if it comes to you can't run with the big dogs, you don't bark when they go by, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that was a great tournament. We always had a blast, I right? Like that. that kid can't handle you on the course between golf and the booze, no chance. Not the booze. Back then, too, I could, yeah, so... <laughs> Because now you're just clean <laughs> out there. I'll give you one night hard as I got, but I can't give you back-to-back nights anymore. I can and go back-to-back back either, bro. We oh. got a big round today. so you I bet you do. Three I minutes. heard. <laughs> I heard. Cons, you're, uh, you're, in the, you're in the bullpen. You're next up. You're next up. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to touch on one thing on the hockey aspect before we get going, Loops. You know, me and you talk a lot. You're a big sports guy. You watch the game now. Hey, listen, you, you know I love the way you played the game. You went to the net. You finished your checks. Man, in Toronto, you were a fan favorite. Everywhere you played, the boys loved you. What do you think? I know you don't watch much regular season, but when you watch hockey now, as an ex, as an ex-all-star, what's your thoughts on it? Like, well, it's several things. First of all, obviously, you don't anyone can see that the game's shifted in in to more of a skill a skill game. Third and fourth lines now were filled with young, skilled guys. Not they used to be filled with fucking Dan Bilesmas and Craig Johnsons <laughs> and guys like um, disco damn. But that the the other thing is once the playoffs get back on, you see this every single year. And I don't understand why certain teams build their team a certain way. The teams with the guys that are old veteran play not old but veteran player Joe Pavelski's Corey Perry's these Patty guys are Maroon. having success in the playoffs whereas some teams Toronto's a good example yeah, you can say it fuck Toronto's Toronto. a really good example they and they and the team is super skilled and I'm sure they can be they have possibility to be a good team but you need some of these guys that that play a certain way and a lot of teams have, are building their team in a different fashion with young guys getting paid a lot of money, which is good. They're good players, but there has to be some type of balance. Like, who's won the Cup? Washington, St. Louis. St. Louis. Veterans have always had veteran guys. Tampa yeah. and Dallas, both kind of veteran teams with some really good young guys. I don't know. That's what I see. Yeah. When, it, when it comes, when the chips are on the table, it's still, they're guys that are a little more physical and a little more experience. Yeah. Obi, you watch the game a lot now. I have been watching it a lot more, yeah. too, since I've, since I've been back from Switzerland. But the game, it's fucking, it's exciting. It's exciting the way the fucking speed is, the way every guy can shoot the puck like Loops could. Loops could that shoot the puck. That is true. Except Loops. Cogliano. <laughs> <laughs> Wrist Loops curls could. Cogliano this summer. Wrist curls, buddy. I mean, growing up with Loops, 
he was always big. When he hit his growth spurt, he started fucking wrecking guys too, but he always could snap it. And you used to know that right off the hop too when you seen him play, right? You got a story of him I in got training great, camp? Yeah, thank you. Up, You teed me up. So I was an eighth-round pick coming to rookie camp, and the captain's coming in for the Justin. And there he is. 29 a bottle. 29 a bottle. <laughs> Get back to cooler territory. Yeah, so... I'm an eighth-round pick for different reasons, and I come to uh, rookie camp where I'm in a rookie tournament in El Segundo. And we're going for our first practice, and up, yeah, I'm eyeing up these guys, and I'm thinking, fuck, like, even though I'm an eighth-round pick, I, I think I got as good a shot as anyone. And we do the old fucking Canada Cup drill, which is, I think, the best drill in hockey where the guy swings <laughs> and the other guy swings, and... I'm watching loops. I'm like, fuck, that's how you turn him over there. And then he gets Wait, the- give us, give us a little bit. Explain that. What is the, what is the, the Canada, Canada Cup? Drill? It's the oldest hockey drill. Well, what is it? And it's done in every practice, whether it's your pregame skate, which is done, you know, the day of the game, which is just a 25-minute light skate. It's basically you have guys in both ends on opposite corners. Right. And then in those corners, if you just go up to the blue line, you have another set of guys. Yeah. So there's, there's three lines on each end. And it's just swinging. There's no stopping. There's no starting. It's a shot. Get a little pass, little pass, and then you're done. It's a feel-good joke. It's, it's, like it's, it's like the touch basic the 101 drill. Everybody touches, passes, I'll, shoots. I'll tell you what. It's the one drill if you have 15, from our era, 15 hockey vets out there. We all look at each other like, you won't what, fuck it up. What, no, like, what do you want to start with? Canada Cup? Fuck it right. So we just... <laughs> So Loops comes Loops down. Loops is a master no stopping, of the Canada. No, no stopping. As a hockey, on the groins, yeah. the back. You just you feel like a fucking NHLer, Connors. You're flowing. So I see Loops doing the couple crossovers. You can get nice crossovers, eh? Like the way he turned over. I'm like, wow, that's a powerful player there. Didn't see that in the Ontario League against the Oshawa Generals. And then he comes in, Cons, and he puts this puck. We call it the elbow. Cross the seam, short side titty, and it comes off his blade in half a second. And I'm okay, like, Okay, what the fuck is that? What short side titty? <laughs> okay, sorry, okay. What the fuck is that? Okay, short, so side. short side shelf, top shelf, top shelf, where the crossbar and the post meet. That's yeah, I know, I know, I know that much. So that's well, you're that's, asking me what it is. Top so shelf titty? That's top shelf. Titty. Short side, short, short side, side. Titty. So went, I, my, short I side's like uh, coming. In, uh, that's so shooting the, on this side. The of the same net. side okay. he was on. Yeah. I fucked that up. That's my bad. Short You're gonna need titty. subtitles on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. and they're speaking English. So, anyways, he uh, he goes in and puts it like short whole, side titty, short side titty, with only the puck could fucking fit. And I'm thinking, if that's how everybody shoots the puck in the National League. Oh, fuck, I'm going to be working at General Motors. I'm going to have General Motors with Patty O'Brien here next told, year. You've told me that story before. Yeah, like so the that, first time you saw Loop will shoot the puck, you're like, fuck, maybe I'm just not good enough. Maybe, to I, this maybe I'm in the wrong business here. <laughs> and so I went out and got in four fights in the rookie camp. And then we, I made the team come to, I made main camp. And do you remember the night we had in El Segundo after they announced? Yeah, you yeah, were yeah. Going to El Segundo. We go to Sharky's and we get in one. And yeah, we found a couple girls. So I end up somehow on the beach, and I show up on the bus as eighth-round pick to go to main camp. I got the same suit on, and I got sand coming out of my fucking suit and in my <laughs> shoes. Lupal, too. I was just, I was so excited up here to be on the fucking This I'm was in the rookie me. camp? This so is in the middle camp, of summer, right? Yeah, no, rookie camp ended. Obviously, Lupal was seventh overall. One behind you. So he was going no matter what, but I, I didn't know if I was going to main camp. Like, fuck, I was eighth-rounder. Totally. But you're so, going to enjoy that fucking summer camp. No, but this is... No, How this, dare they bring us to Southern California and just let the guys yeah. go buck diddy. That's they, where didn't it they all give you guys wrong. like a white That's van? That's where it all went They gave wrong. these guys a fucking van for the week to drive <laughs> around probably half cut and to hit all the little bars 
Yeah, it was crazy. But it was our first our first camp. The oldest guy there was, it was Chris Kunitz, right? Yeah, Kunitz. And so they give us two of these white, like I suppose you'd call them just a trademark pedophile van. van. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's enough room for half the team in there. So we're driving these things around with no driver. And now we're leaving these vans all over Southern California. <laughs> we're, going, we're going for one night up in Hollywood. We're like, we better leave this van. We'll pick it tomorrow. We'll pick it back up tomorrow with the other one. Kanopka and those guys took it to Vegas. <laughs> took the Good thing they gave Vegas. us two because we always needed the, the other one the next day to go get the fucking one we left down in Newport or Huntington or you guys went to Hollywood the one night. But it was crazy how they let us come in for those two weeks, and we didn't skate. Remember, Loops? Yeah, it was just workout. Workout. Was Kanopka part of that crew with you guys? He was. Yeah. You got to tell the Kanopka story about when they called him up and he was going to wear his number sixty-six oh, yeah, yeah, trade. Yeah. Tell the story. The year before was the lockout year, so I went back and played with Cincinnati. Um, and met Kanopka, and I played on his line the whole year, so now me and him are we're pretty tight. And he comes in for his first NHL game probably halfway through the next year, and he comes in, and he's like, Loops, i got to talk to you. I'm like, what? He's like, you got to go in there and talk to the trainers. He goes, you know me. I, this is a dream come true. <laughs> this is the highlight of my fucking life to this point, playing in this hockey game. But if you think I'm going on out on that ice wearing number 66 for my first ever, he's like, look at me. Haven't you seen me play? I'm like, oh, fuck. You see me skate. We'll, we'll just turn me. it upside down. It'll be 99. He's like, I can't go out there like this. It's fucking embarrassing. I can't play like him. I don't look like him. No. <laughs> so you went I'm to not French. I said, but it was too late. It's this too is like late. right before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had to go out there. He had to play an NHL regular season game wearing 66, and the comments that were coming from the other oh, yeah. bench, I was like, hey, easy fucking Mario. <laughs> Could you it's imagine an easy way to get in your first couple scraps, though, because yeah. someone's grabbing you. The one thing I want to touch on before we move into everything but hockey is, Luke, I want to talk about your time in Toronto. Listen, we don't have to get in how it ends if you don't want to, whatever, but just talk about playing there. I remember going there with you in the summer, and, and man, like, you were the fucking face of the team, and you did a great stuff in charity, but I remember the one quote, Don Sherry, I'll never forget it. So we're talking about the epic hockey night in Canada towel. But, well, by which you still don't have. How about this? Oh, it's fucking time. on uppy. It's, yeah, it's coming. When, when we go to Riv next time, we'll, we'll bring it for you. Fucking Christ. Yes. So, <laughs> you're not coming, but. I'm watching. Leave it at the front door since I'm not obviously not good enough to play Fuck, at the Fuck, I forgot it again. I told you to start turning the shoulders. You'll be playing at Riv. But until those shoulders start turning, right? And it's going in the cup, bro. I'm not turning anything. Go ahead. So I remember, and we're, we're going to bring up the game seven against Boston. Sorry, I want to just. But that playoff series, I'm in Denver watching it. And the Hockey Night in Canada, um, uh, sorry, cameras got loops. And Don Sherry, who we all know, and Don Sherry's like, you know, I love this Leaf team. Look at Lupul coming in here looking like a movie star. <laughs> and it's Loops in like a three-piece suit with his hair fucking perfect. And I'm like, that's unreal. But I know it didn't end the way you wanted to, but just talk about playing in Toronto, being an all-star there. and It must have been pretty fucking sick, right? Yeah, it was great. I mean, the the thing I didn't know about Toronto as much when I got there is how great of a city it is. Because I'd only been in there for like a night here, have dinner or whatever, have some drinks, run around Toronto a little bit. But I never <laughs> realized how it's like a real worldly city. Like yeah. it's awesome. Oh, it's awesome a major place. city. It's Toronto. a major, yeah. major world city, and it's and it's great. And the organization was great, you know, ownership. Um, the way you're treated there was a step up on everyone. Well, Philly was, Philly was good too, but 
it's a step up there. You know, you're, you're, like in the, the yeah, you're playing for the Yankees. Yeah. I always circled those days I was going to Toronto. I know. No, so I, does every yeah, team. Yeah. So does every team. But uh, if I remember, like, you walking around the city, and I, I was only there with you probably in the off season, or but people, you'd walk through the city, and I thought in Vancouver, I, I mean, obviously I wasn't near the player you were, but I would go to Vancouver, hey, oh, hey, oh, everywhere you went, people were like, hey, loops, loops, loops. You know, did that wear on you at all? Did you love it? I mean, when, when I was with you, you seemed to love it because, you know, hey, what's up, loops? Hey, loops, loops, loops. Did you like that or near the end where you're like, fuck, I wish I could just go for dinner and no one would fucking bug me kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, when I first got there the first couple of years and I was a lot younger and, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I fucking ate it up and, I'm like, it made me play better, I thought. It was like, you have that pressure, but some guys don't like it. Some, But then uh, the last couple of years we were there, I mean, we're a rebuilding team. We're the worst in the in the league and... You don't want to be at, at the grocery store with someone telling yeah. you, Lupul, you fucking suck. Like that, that's, that's, but it, like, it I'm just looking stay, for some avocados here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it takes a certain um, – certain players are going to have a lot of success there and really enjoy and, and relish that attention. And other guys, they don't like it. Phil Kessel was a guy that he still played very well while he was there, but – he did not like it one bit. Like, he doesn't like being the center of attention. He doesn't like talking to the media. He, um... He likes a coke. <laughs> yeah, Loops, when we were in Ottawa yeah. for, the, for the All-Star game, and we were, like, walking to those bars on, what, what's it called, Obes? Market Street? Market Street. Market Street. And it was fucking really cold. Too cold. A little cold for my taste, and I grew up, fuck, I grew up on Long Island. It was a little, little, uh, little cold for my taste. But we were, would walk from bar to bar, and people were... Like screaming at you, and not everything was complimentary, but it was also all in good fun. Because I remember saying to one guy, like, "Yo, dude, are you fucking crazy?" Why are you <laughs> I said to a guy, "Like, why are you talking to my fucking, fucking boy like that?" Game. And he's yeah. like, oh, I'm, "I'm kidding. I love you know." And I realized that like. He wasn't talking about you personally. This was a fanatical hockey fan that just wasn't a Leafs fan, and he felt obligated to run his mouth to you because you were a Leaf, but you personally, he loved. You know, so it was like, a, and, I, and, you, and you said, yeah, no, it's nice to be appreciated because maybe you don't get the same appreciation in Anaheim or L.A. Or maybe you do in Anaheim, but maybe not L.A. or some other places, right? For sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, I wouldn't have it any other way. It was an unreal experience to play there. A lot of guys are going to really, like I said, relish that opportunity and have a lot of success. And other guys, it's just not going to be for them. Not for them. Like some people just, they will play one year there and just be like, I, I can't do this. I don't, I don't like going to the grocery store and getting noticed. I don't like some asshole being mean to me in the, in the stands and my wife's hearing it or my dad's hearing it or yeah. something. And um, I wouldn't change it any other no. way. It was, it's awesome. Because you're admire, a big game, bro. You're a big game player. Yeah, yeah and I admire, I admire guys who get... You know, you the never got the opportunity. To play I, I, I never know. did. And I always told you that you would have really I, fucking loved it. Like I would have loved it. I, I really haven't been able to live or play in Canada. My experience back in in junior with the World Juniors in Canada with Joffrey back in two thousand and one was my experience of like everyone in Canada, coast to coast, knowing what you're doing, yeah. watching you on TV. Um, you know, walking around the streets and people yelling at you. But I admired Loops for the way he did it in Edmonton as a young as a young player as a highly touted hometown kid, which I'm sure was a crazy experience in itself. And then, you know, your six years in Toronto with, you know, ups and downs and a team that was, you know, close to, if you guys beat Boston in a, in a game seven there, you guys take it probably right to the house. But, um, you know, I, I look back at your experience loops 
and I admire the way you fucking handled yourself. In Philly, you were a fucking absolute beast. Uh, scoring huge goals for our team, one of the biggest goals in Flyers history. Yeah. Well, he had a walk-off, didn't he? He had a walk-off. And a walk-off. An absolute The thing about Loops is I think people sometimes, when I piss his, as how, like, and I'll, you can attest to this, and we're not going to stroke Loops the whole time, and we're going to trip him eventually, yeah. but um, <laughs> is he's always a pro. You know, for like, sure. say what you want. Loops Hardest is the guy, guy in working summer. out. I worked out with him in summertime, and like, listen, Cons, Monday morning workouts, say, uh, like, ah, slow. You think I gotta get there Monday. Tomorrow's another day. Yeah. Well, we'll get Tuesday, Wednesday, 9 a.m. workout. We'll, <laughs> we'll go Wednesday and Thursday, we're gonna dial we'll, we'll, we'll go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, text Cons Thursday, see what's rocking yeah. in Hollywood, and then we'll go back up there Saturday, maybe. But no, but Loops was always, I'm just saying, the way you handle yourself in the meeting, the shit you did, I'm just gonna say it, the way it ended in Toronto, we don't have to get into it, but just from my opinion, it, I, I didn't think it was right. And I know the people in the fans still still love you there, buddy. And that, that's all I was getting at. Who handled who worse? Lou Lamorello handling you cons or, or Lupel? Oh, he boycotted you both. Lou doesn't acknowledge me. He doesn't acknowledge Listen, I, I said, don't, pass let, away. don't let his body language fool you. He loves me. He loves me. Lou loves me, as does Trotz, Barry Trotz. Trotz's got to love love Trotz, Trotz's a beauty. I don't need Lou Lamorello's cell phone number. Just don't want any business. I'm going to come in the back door. what happened? I want to sit in the box and watch the game, and I want to exit gracefully and peacefully without any trouble. That's all I want. (laughs) Hey, tell the story about Long Island with Loops when he came down, and he got the empty net or cross-checked the bars. Jesus, this is a great story. So it was, I remember it was the night before Christmas Eve. It's a Saturday night game at the Coliseum. It's the Leafs and the Islanders. I don't think there's any real playoff implications. I think you're looking at a couple of lower, (laughs) low-seeded teams battling for the eighth spot in the playoffs. But, you know, I'm there and I'm with my family and my nieces are young and, you know, Loops and I have a plan. Like, when the game is over, I, I know Loops ain't fucking around and she's getting in the shower. I know he's ready to go. So I'm like, all right, I'll meet you down there or whatever time and the game ends. And um, so it's the third period and the net is empty. Uh, the Islanders are fucking trying to swarm around and tie it up. And right, I mean, it's like literally like right in front of the Islander bench. Fucking Lupul and Tavares get tangled up. Lupul absolutely dumps Tavares. He was like 19 years old. <laughs> Lupul dumps him, puts him halfway through the ice, and wheels around and hammers one into the empty net. A little fucking, salt in the wound. The fucking place goes dead silent. And uh, my brother turns to my nieces and says, yeah, that's your Uncle Kevin's buddy. <laughs> my niece's like, you, why are you friends with him? I'm like, no, 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 yeah, you know, just it's a game, but in real life, he's a good guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so long story short, my nieces and my brother leave. I go down into the basement of the Coliseum and I'm like, fuck, man, I don't want to see loops. I'm a little afraid of loops. I would rather just meet him outside. I hear, cons! He's in the Islander room. Cons! How you doing? Nice to meet you, man. Who are you? Hey, what's your name? I'm like, fucking loop. I'll meet you in the parking lot. The fuck out of here. What are you trying to get me killed? I'm fucking see you up there. And then, but loop has the best thing. He's like, cons. When did Doug Wade start coaching? <laughs> yeah, he was in there. I was like, Lupo thought he was still on the Mike. team. Well, he's Doug a Wade, legend back coaches? where Loops and I are from. <laughs> fucking Dougie Wade, man, Edmonton Oilers. Loops, I'd like to ask you about um about a coach that you had. You had him twice, Which Mike one? Babcock. I had two of them twice. I know, I know. So, <laughs> yeah, so two did. two questions, but so Mike Babcock coaches you when you're you're a rookie, right? Yes. And uh, and then you have him for most of your tenure in Toronto. I want to know what you thought of him. 
you know, the first time around and then as a coach in Toronto. And then, you know, if he does get another job, there's rumors around that he's going to get another job eventually. But do you think he'll change his style of coaching? And do you think maybe he should with the with the game the way it is right now? He has to. It's the, it's the only way. So what, when a couple of guys come out, who is it like? We're talking like Chris Chelios and Franzen and Mike Commodore and guys are like, come out and have some... <laughs> Call me hate some yeah. real, like, oh, yeah. real Just, dudes. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah. But they have some, and they're saying like, this guy was, this guy was such a prick, like he's to the point asshole. where he's almost abusive. Um, but those are real 30-year-old guys uh, imagine tough too, what not uh, like, tough not yeah imagine kids. what uh, how you if you're going to tr- try and treat this millennial athlete like that right now it's not going to go over well gen z, like, yeah, gen z athletes these yeah. i mean these these guys are it's just different they're i, I don't want to just say soft but lupo what do you think of the of uh was it babcock that made mitch marner do that yeah yeah would you do that if you were a rookie and and i mean i guess that's a question for all you guys if somebody said that to you, I mean, if I joined, if I were able to join the cast of The Sopranos, and uh, you know, at the <laughs> midway point, and they said, "I want you to write a list of the fucking laziest motherfuckers," I'd be like, "Ah, uh, yeah, you know, totally. I don't want to put Candlefini okay, well, at the yeah, bottom where, of the list." Yeah, where's no, my marker? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, I, I mean, just the uh, that style of coaching is done, and I've got coached like that pretty much my, my whole, whole career. career. And uh, you just become used to it. But kids are coming into the league with a, a different mindset now, and different things are going to make them play well. And being scared and fucking abused a bit is not going to do it for the, the new style athlete. Yeah, Maybe some of them, but overall, these guys need not to be coddled, but they need, I mean, it's just a different style. Is You can't rip them and fucking no, no. abuse them. Well, no. And I think ev- everyone deserves a second chance. If he's able to swallow his pride and just be like what i was doing some of this shit was a little offside and then you go back and revisit some of the mistakes you've made and and um change your coaching style i would say for sure you should should have another chance but (laughs) the guys there's a bit of an ego issue there and can can you swallow your pride and say like fuck i did some things that i i probably shouldn't have and I, i feel bad that yeah. Johan Franzen couldn't sleep for a fucking month. Yeah. Like, yeah. You got <laughs> you, you to ask yourself in third person, yeah. can Mike Babcock Can change the way <laughs> That's why I knew he was going to get fired. I, I believe. Oh, no, that, that was the last straw. No, I saw that also, too, you can call – I mean, am, am I right? I mean, you tell me. It's one thing to call guys out, and it's even one thing to be a little hard on guys – but at a certain point, you cross the line where it's like, you're not being hard on the guy. That's literally abuse. Yeah. You're abusing well, the guy. And that's the line. And you're not getting the most out of him. Like, yeah. There's very few people who just, if you can abuse to a point where they're like, now you're going to get the best from them. I'm, that's that's silly. Like, I, yeah, like, it's it's such a fine line that you have to walk. Whether you're a coach, whether you're an older guy, you know, trying to get a young guy to buy in. You yeah. know, it's just, it's as old school as you want to be now, it's just... Things have changed. You yeah, have yeah. to be. And know. I just think Loops, and you t- used to touch on it. Like, I think Bab's ego got so big, how, making what, eight bananas he was making. Like, you tell the funny story where he went to the players, where it's like Loopal, Bozak, someone else, and Babcock, and Babs has got his own card with him standing behind the bench, yeah. signing his own fucking. Like, are you yeah. kidding me, Babcock? <laughs> yeah. Fucking, just like, enough, brother. Like, For sure. Do you hate him, Loops? No. No, no I, I don't hate him. Anyone. I don't. I, I, I think he was actually he's a he's a really intelligent hockey guy and a really hard worker, um, but half of your job is dealing with different personalities. So if you can't get that part fixed, I don't think he's going to be back in the NHL until you can learn to 
I mean, the athletes just different now. You know? The thing, the thing I respect about hockey players and and even you, Loops, uh, you guys are so. You guys have a certain class, and you take the high road, right? Like we're not going to get you. Even O'Brien jumped. They said, "Ah, oh, Loops doesn't hit anybody," which is a lie, right? Of course, there's people that you don't like. Yeah. What What is it? He's, ha- he's what hated is me it? a lot of nights. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I hated you but, Saturday when we were supposed to hang out. And yeah, you just, you, Friday's <laughs> my day. You know what? What, <laughs> golf, what is I come it about? What is it about you guys and the high road? And and that's not a knock because I think it's classy, but like it's always the high road. Do you, do, you, do you not ever get the urge loops to just like fire off or Scotty? You know, I mean, I mean, I know you've taken a Twitter to you got to do the it Dallas on the stars. ice cons. It was more of a thing. You, you you do it on the ice. You shouldn't bring anything to the media. You shouldn't light fires. It shouldn't be lit. Uh, giving anyone else. Uh, uh, um, opportunity to to gain you know in the playoffs you always see teams respecting the other team whether it's like they're playing great you know tough call but the referees we got to stay away you don't want to give anyone else fuel in a way if you have something to fucking say you, know you want to get it right? out fucking say it you know what i'm saying but yes right? yeah. we you know we got our shirts saying, like our shirts are buttoned up our ties are done we got, you got your word, you are a bow tie to the entourage from here that much <laughs> fucking right sure. that thing we'll share that no picture. but i think college yeah, is we'll asking be. loops like was there ever a point with what happened in Toronto, you handled with class. Was there ever a point where you wanted to pop off besides one time you put that yeah, yeah, yeah. snowboarding video out? Which, by the way, was a sick picture. <laughs> yeah, it was. Sick. But it was you just hel- you, heliboarding. Yeah, heliboarding. But you that just was said, a heliboarding. You just that, said, well, that, that changes was after things. I dropped from uh, 30,000 feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm saying, like, I know you come from a good family, Loops. I, you know, I've met your mom and your dad. So I, I know that you're, you're raised with the class. But that, I mean, it's a question to all you guys. Do you ever want to go fuck these motherfuckers and just really just fucking let fuck it fly, it. especially being out of the league? I mean, it's what's that going to do for me, really? Right. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. But I'll, I'll motherfuck some guys behind their back to these two guys <laughs> all, all day. But I mean, cause I popped off when I was in the league. Well, yeah, no, Shane, league, so. you, I'm excluding you from that group because yeah. you were very great in a presser. But, you know, it's always like uh, just like all positivity and – you know, like even like Mike Richards, who I thought always thought got a raw deal. You watch him, you can't get this guy to say a bad word about anybody. I'm like, yo, Mike, tell somebody to fuck off, you know? We're yeah. just good guys, Cons. We're good guys. So well, let's move into something that I always had when, my, when I knew our season was over, year-end benders. <laughs> All right? Loops, Loops was my year-end bender what guy. What do we call him now when we go on a bender? Just, it's just Tuesday. It's just <laughs> yeah, Tuesday. Oh, it used to be. But I want you guys to talk about your year-end bender in Ibiza. Because I know that's one for oh, you. That I'll talk time. to the one that me and Loops have. Oh, so man. Tell we, your Ibiza one. We had no fucking idea. So it was Uppy and I. Uh, what year? Mike, Mike Richards, Jeff this Carter. We lost out in the conference final. We lost the conference final, So it's final, like, yeah. you know, it's the end of May. We were expecting to fucking go all the way. It, when you're that far and in the playoffs, right, you don't and, ever expect things to just end. Right, like, right. And this is kind of when, this is a... a a while back when Ibiza was just gaining all this traction and you just hear like Ibiza, Ibiza and we didn't know what the fuck it was. 2007, I think, Cons. Yeah. yeah. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we flew there <laughs> but we had, we had nothing. We just got to Ibiza and we were just winging it. So that you, you, Richie, and Carts flew over. Oh, and we went, went to, to Amsterdam, Amsterdam first. Got high as kites, yeah, did we, some mushrooms. Yeah, this is pre-legalized weed. Amsterdam meant something different. Was the only place yeah. to do yeah. it. Yeah. And it mushrooms yeah, like, Let's go. Yeah, yeah. And then... I, I can't even remember. How I was going to say, wait, wait, what wait. do you remember? Yeah, yeah, you we, guys we, 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 this. I remember the story. So you you went with Richards and Carter, right? Richie, yeah. Carter. And Richie and Carter, I don't know about Rich, but Carter tapped out after three days, right? No, no. So we go. they go to Amsterdam. I had a girlfriend at the time. So I 
convince her that I'm going to end up just going over a week, whatever. To this quaint little island uh, called, called Ibiza. Ibiza. It's mostly just a spa type deal. So I, I hum over. I get to Barcelona first. So we started in Barcelona for three nights. Loops, Richie, Carts come in from Amsterdam. They already got, you know, two, three days under their belt. They're time adjusted. I'm just coming in fucking guns a-blazing. Yeah, so we do three, three days in, in Barcelona. Like Loop said, we at this time, we didn't know fuck We all. didn't know how there to wasn't, get a table. There we wasn't know apps how to, to like, figure yeah, out yeah, where. Con. We didn't have cons to fucking get us in the club. Um, so we a couple guys over we there. Do three, <laughs> I got we a guy. do three days there, and then we jump on a bird, and we hit Ibiza. And we had planned to be in Ibiza for five days. It's a tough five days. Well, I'm talking long five days. Nightclubs. So anyway, going, so Carts and Richie, after the five days, they're like, yeah. "Ah, you know what? It's time. We're gonna we're gonna jump on the bird and head home." And Loops and I were like, "Fuck, we still got the list. I think it's a long weekend more. here." Yeah. And at the time, yeah. Ibiza didn't open until four months. it was like the end of May, and their season was just starting, like beginning of June. So we're like, you know, we're all we're told is, "Oh, next week, it's things are gonna be fucking popping here." So, of course, Loops and I stay for another fucking three, four days. I remember we went golfing in Ibiza. And at the time, yeah, so we go golfing in Ibiza and we rent our clubs. And at the time, like I had, both of us combined, we had no more fucking cash on us. They wouldn't take credit card, blah, blah, blah. So we rent our clubs with like the $200 that we had. And in order to get your fucking 200 bucks back for us to now get home, you needed to bring all your clubs back. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Well, on the one green, <laughs> on the one green. A bunch of sticklers. Luke and I must have had a couple of hundies going like 100 on the front, 100 on the back. And anyway, I fucking flub a couple chips and I fucking launch my sand wedge up in this tree. And it's stuck up there. So now I'm like, fuck, boy, we need that 200 boat. We need this cash bat. I'm going to just climb this tree. So I fucking climbed the f- roof of the I climbed, I Buddy, climbed a full tree to get my fucking sandwich back. It doesn't in, surprise in me. Ibiza. And then we just parlayed that right into space probably again. Fucking, but we went on the right side of the Speaking of, of throwing his wedge, you played Big Canyon. On 17 the other day, I'm sorry, I'm going off topic here. Updog chunks a chip on 17 and hucks a six degree over the wall onto MacArthur, which is one of the busiest <laughs> spots in the streets of Newport, and has to billy goat over the fucking wall and finds it on the other side of the road. Of loops. The Meridian. I crossed the, the the traffic going west to the beach, and it was on the other side going east. Could you east. imagine driving down MacArthur, watching up, you try to find his fucking club? Oh, it was hilarious. I also can't imagine if it came right through my windshield. I know. <laughs> and, and, and because I'm a lefty, he's, also he's probably the only lefty. wanted in uh, Orange yeah. County yeah. on attempted, <laughs> attempted murder charges. So now we've pushed our flights back a couple days and we go out to this one party and the whole the whole place is fucked up like you go for dinner at like 11 p.m i don't know you're Literally, at the club dude if you yeah. walk into the club in ibiza at 11 o'clock you're standing there by yourself by yourself it's like four o'clock it gets humming kind how of many summer. naps did you have to have in ibiza before you went out then take a lot of naps bro. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of naps yeah so we come back and we party and we get back to our room and we go to sleep with our flight the next day. But at this point, the <laughs> clock is just so... I know where this is going. We sleep and we both wake up and I'm like, holy fuck, Uppy, it's, it's two o'clock. We got a five o'clock flight. We got to get out of here. <laughs> now we're, we're putting the pieces back together. It's two o'clock the next day. We, are now, we missed the flight by... It's a, we just we slept, slept for 20 hours. hours. <laughs> That's a good shutdown. I know what you feel like now. Hey, hey, our shutdown. flight was yesterday. Hey, when the body tells you, you got to listen to the body yeah, when yeah. she speaks to you. I just remember you boys telling that story. That was always one I wanted to be on. 
And we could get in the London one. We will next time. But I'm going to tell the one year in Bender story where Loops is playing. It doesn't matter. We go to Coachella. Do you want to? You I want to chime in because after we got back from fucking Ibiza yeah. on a 14 day Bender, we fucking were like, oh my God. You ever heard of this fucking music festival called Bonnaroo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is our first year at Bonnaroo. It's another thing you guys we, have been fucking leaving me out of. Ah, cons. Cons, you actually, you had the golf cart. Cons could have done Bonnaroo. So Jimmy Dowd, our fucking, our, our buddy. and Jersey I was actually, Jimmy Dowd. I was seeing a girl in Nashville at the time. And she was a super cool hippie chick, loved music. She would go to Bonnaroo all the time. So basically, we got back with like two days to go. Uh, and we're like, fuck, let's go to Bonnaroo. And then at the time, Aves was down there. So Aves actually sent us a text and was like, hey, when you're here, meet my boy Jason Weinstock. Shouts out to Weinstock for hooking the boys up. But we went into a fucking nice four-day for our first Bonnaroo experience of all time. We stayed in a fucking RV. uh, We had this little guy come in and he had, I mean, he had the RVs for us and then he offered us every sort of drug we could possibly need, which at the time we're like, he was throwing out these names, and we're like, what yeah, the yeah. fuck is that? What is it? He had, like, <laughs> you know, the sleepers and the uppers and the fucking weed and the mushrooms. We're like, we're, we're just here to drink beer, which is not what you do at, at Bonnaroo. No, no, no. That's, that's a too lot. Too hot. And, it's no, too and the, first day we di- the first day we it's go in, lie. and we fucking slam probably 30 beers in the afternoon, me, you, and Carter. Yeah. And we end up fucking going, okay, we got to have a little shutdown before this night begins because Metallica was playing, which was the first headlining show. And our fucking RV was parked right behind the stage where where Metallica you gotta take played. a nap, boys. We woke up to absolute <laughs> rockets. They were shooting <laughs> they were fucking shooting rockets fireworks. in the sky. It was like whoa. Man, it was probably still from the Ibiza buzz that we had, but uh, that's how you play. That's a parlay right into a parlay. But what that bender did for us was story. Jimmy Dowd fucking brought us to my morning jacket. There, we got our first my morning jacket experience. Were you going to transition into the Australia? Is I was going to Australia. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. That nice. was the one year in Bender where we go to Coachella. Or I hit loops up at the end of the season. He's like, well, I'm like, what would you do for the year in Bender? He's like, Australia. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's next level. But fuck, why not? So we'll do it. So. We hit up Andy and Alex Goble. We get late-night tickets to Coachella. We get pinned. We're at the airport with Andy Mack, our boy Andy Mack. And all of a sudden, we hear uh, paging passenger, loophole passenger O'Brien. So we almost missed our flight going in. But long story short, ju- the, the, the gist of it was we get to Australia. Cons, we actually hit you up for a little for a little guidance in, in Australian city. Remember, I don't know yeah, if I remember you, that. Yeah. You sent yeah. us a guy. So... Me and Loops are doing pretty well to start the trip off. And, like, every girl that we met, Australian girls, who I love them. They're amazing. They're fun. They're like, you guys are the nicest guys in the world. Sounds of summer. Irish crickets. And me and Loops, <laughs> I, I turn to Loops, and I'm like, fuck, Loops. Like, nice. I, I guess, I we guess we're being the, paid for yeah, You guys insulted nice. by the but, nice but, guys? But no, well, I'm no, like, no, all we did was hook up with them and tell them to get out the next day because we have more plans. <laughs> and then this girl from Toronto, I can't remember her name, she's like, come out with this rugby team and our girlfriends. Oh, so yeah, we're yeah, like, yeah. all right. So we get on this fucking... Well, we missed the boat, but we went out. We met him out after the boat, and we go hang out with these rugby teams. And after five minutes of hanging out with these rugby players, I turned to loose. I'm like, okay, I understand why they think we're nice guys now. <laughs> they are just abusing these girls. Like, me and Loops are like, we, so sure enough, we're in fucking Bondi Beach. Me and Loops sitting on the patio. What a spot. What Bondi. a spot. Yeah, and we, we fucking, two guys walking by the boardwalk. Two shirtless dudes. Not a leaf station. They go, loophole, loophole. So we had these two guys. Harrison was the one guy name, and Small Paul was the other guy's name. We call him, remember? Small Paul. So this Small Paul guy won't Tough leave name. us. Remember? Tough. Remember we're gonna drop him off. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and we go to drop him off, and he's been lingering, lingering. So we go in there. He's going to run in to get his stuff, and Loops is like, what do we do? I was like, we fucking leave Let's him right here. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here right, right now. now. Go. Go. So Loops like, can't do it, can't do it. So long story short. Of course, he, of course. High road. Yeah, High road Lupo. So we go <laughs> up to Byron. Well, no, and he wasn't staying in my room. He yeah, was so staying then, in yeah, So then we go to Byron Bay. Yo, he was sleeping at your pad, bro. Listen to this, bro. Listen to this. So we go to Byron Bay. Right? This is, the, this is the hotel where it's nice. We're going up there. So we got fucking small Paul with us. And I turned to Loop while I'm like... You're a roomie at this point. Right? I don't Loop. He ain't staying with me. And Loop, fuck you, Obes. <laughs> I, I'm pulling rank on you here. So the first morning I wake up... He loved Obi though. He, yeah, he, he, he kind of liked me. He loved to be roommates yeah. with Obi. Yeah, yeah. I wake up at this fucking five-star hotel in Byron Bay. Like, beautiful view. I'm like, oh, this is good living National League. And I look over, and there's small Paul, buck naked on my couch with his ass hanging out. And I went, Loops, it's enough. He's done, bro. I don't give a fuck. He's out of here. And finally, we kicked him away, but... Yeah. How do you say, look, Paul, it's a small Paul. It's just not working out. I, I know you're small and all, and you fit on the fucking couch, but yeah. So then out. just to wrap the story, sorry, I'm kind of dragging on here, but so now we got to get back for Stu Cat's bachelor party. I know you love Stu Cat. I love, I love myself some Stu Cat. So me and Loops, we found these two Australian girls down there that I, I'll be honest, I fell in love. I fell in love with the one. Left. Ah, yeah. so Loops is no one knew you fall hard. Loops stayed. is wailing on my door, <laughs> and I'm like, we don't have to fucking leave, do we, bro? He's like, we gotta go, Obes. It's fucking Stu Cat's bachelor party, but I wanted to stay with you for another. I could have stayed another two. Yeah, it was another great. Lifetime. We were we were surfing too, and yeah. surfing was actually it's pretty fun. Now. You guys got attacked by great white sharks. Uh, you missed Stu Cat's bachelor. Oh, this is great. So I I run into this one girl that I know from Toronto down there, and she's working for a skydiving company, and she's like. You guys want to? You guys want to skydive? Skydiving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's she, she's gonna set us up. We were thinking about doing it the next day. She goes, Obi's yeah, he's on his year end bender, so he's got some bender weight. She goes, Is your friend over two fifty? <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like oh, is you over 250? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, <laughs> give or take. Uh, yeah. She goes, yeah. the max, the max weight's 250 because you gotta have the guy strapped to your back. <laughs> I said, you can't oh, go I, tandem I said, if you're over 250. This I'll is not the you. time to lie. I'll wait for you down here. Go jump out of the bird, and then we'll go grab, we'll go grab lunch somewhere. I'm, I'm not jumping out of the bird. Yo, I'm all for fibbing about the weight, <laughs> and, you know, and, and any other place, but the skydive when your life's on the line, you gotta come clean with the with yeah. you. Then, wait. then again, you're like, but I'm not actually jumping with you, so you're on your own here, but I'm just yeah. giving you some tips. I <laughs> mean, skydiving wouldn't have been as dangerous as driving up that fucking road to Nimbin. <laughs> no, Remember that? Sure Holy fuck, we were baked driving on the wrong side of the road on this two little lane. This is in Australia. Australia, on this little road going to this little weed town called Nimbin. Now, later we found out that there was actually a main highway, but yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, cons, we were on a road this big, and on this side and this side, is it's game over. Right. And Loops is white knuckled her like it's the rain, rain. It's the hardest rain I've ever. It's like yeah. Yeah, point yeah, break yeah, when yeah. he's yes. driving the fifty year storm. You know, so my end of that story is uh, O'Brien and Lupul are like, hey, hey, do you have a guy in Sydney? And I was like, no. And then I was like, you know what? I do know a guy in Sydney. I had just been there for like a few weeks or well, a month. That's why we asked. You were there for New Year's, <laughs> weren't you, or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Danny I. That's his name. Yeah. I don't know what his last name is. I know his, his name is Danny I. So whatever it is. I said, yeah, hey, my buddies, they're going to be calling you. I promise you they're the nicest guys in the world. We were nice. And they they like pay, we were just demanding. They we like were just they demanding. Pay, they pay their own way. Like, they're just, if, if you could give them a little direction, is how I put it. Yeah. He called me. He was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> Your friend's. 
They are demanding. <laughs> nice guys, but they know what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and we, it was a table full. We didn't get the nickname the Three Horsemen fucking <laughs> in the National Hockey League for just fucking fluffing shit up, right? Did no, we have so, that nickname? That was the best fucking. <laughs> that was that was, first ever. No, oh, uh, Mike, uh, uh, MC, Mike Comrie gave us that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he gave us the Rat Pack. Give us the Rat Pack, Rat MC. Pack. One thing I want to touch on with you guys here, I know Khan's always had a good chuckle out of this, is the Sprinter van. Let's talk Sprinter van, boys. I, I was lucky Didn't enough change to change our lives. Uppy, take it from here. The Sprinter Why van. Why did you sell the Sprinter van, Uppy? Why the did, thing was falling apart, Khan's, to be it? honest. I think after, <laughs> I think it, it was after either the time we fucking had about 40 people up in the hills trying to get down and the thing, the brakes were, it just didn't look that like was it was like a safety by my precaution. House. Yeah. I think I might have been in the... In or the, it was the time so there was 50 the one, Toronto Maple oh, Leafs yeah. in there. This, I wasn't there that this, time. But. This one's worth it. So we have a rookie party. Um, I forget, Bootsy Bellows? I think I set it up at Bootsy Bellows. So with Good Toronto spot. and then we take the bus down but then I also bring the sprinter on the side because I'm like, Smart. not everyone's going to want to go back on that bus at the same and time. Not everybody <laughs> can make the cut. Yeah. And then guys are like, first of all, first of all, guys are just shocked. They're like, what? Why do you have this thing? Why, why do you, Scotty, have this? I'm like, I, I don't You'll really see. know. I guess because we're, see. we're yeah. sick maniacs. I don't know why if we have a. Because why the fuck would we? It was a living room. So on then, wheels. then we're, we're leaving Bootsy Bellows, and I bet you there's there's eight seats in there. We pack 50 people in there. The thing is this far off the ground. It's dragging like right on the. And are then you guys the, trying to get up the hill? We are going to go to the Four Seasons. Harvey, after show. Yeah, Harvey, that's Harvey down, rented that's it. down the hill. Yeah, so yeah. So the flats there, yeah. So then what's, what are those girls' names? The, the one Swedes? girl, the Swede, she, her sister's in Joanna the bar. Her, Joanna, too. Smoke. and Alexandria. Her sister's in the bar. She can't find her sister. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Just grab an Uber. You just said uh, the Four Seasons or whatever. She takes a different approach. She goes and lays under the tire in the front. <laughs> so this blonde girl. Now, meanwhile, is, let, so let's we'll just touch on this. She leave. was in love with, with 15 Lupel or number 19, sorry, Joffrey Lupel. Like, in love. So there was no but way she was That's no that. way to get ahead. She was that's no that, way she was leaving that's fucking. That's a red flag, if that's any, if nothing else. <laughs> so I, Dylan, our driver, Dylan, what was Dylan he, doing? He's opened the thing. He's like, what do you want me to do? I'm like... <laughs> Well, I don't want you to Dylan. run her yeah, over. That's what I Dylan, said. I need you to fuck her. We can't, we can't run her over. I mean, can't I, run her over, so I pull her out of there. we're at her mercy here, and we got to wait for her sister. Yeah. Fuck, she really doubled down on that one. <laughs> I mean, there was another time with those two. I, I was hanging out with the one sweet. But we were at Loops' house partying, and Loops is in his bedroom. And <laughs> she's like knocking. He was in there solo, too. Was he solo? And, yeah, and he was he's taking hot. a nap. He was taking a nap. No, no, it was she's like knocking on the, she's knocking on the door. She was She was in her. She was in her, her mood where, like, you know, it was Joffrey Lupo or... or or, or life's over. Yeah. And I was like, hey, listen, baby. You were like, look, Loops is done, but... I, no, not for yeah. nothing. Not for nothing. I went one ahead of him in the first round. Totally. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, I mean, if whatever. Whatever you want to look at. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I don't have but. 300 snipes. I wasn't an all-star, but I can fucking bring the heat. <laughs> listen, he's gone. And you'll he's really, gone. really he's piss him off. He's gone for the day. He is gone for the day. I can assure you that. So, that said... If you want to hurt him. You want to talk about the white parties back in the day, cause when you come down for the white parties? I, uh, I mean, listen, we talk about naps and we talk about the importance of a nap. And now that I'm a little bit older and retired from the game, when you're playing in a game and, and it's, it's a, you know, a, a playoff situation, it's a big night, you got to go down between 7 and 9, 9.30 to jump in the shower and then you come out and you could do what you got to do during the day, but you go home for a two-hour nap, shower, 
you're fucking ready to rock round two and you're a whole new man. That's, That's true. That was doing. your game plan. You would come down, make an appearance during the day. Yeah, I would hang out. I'd have yeah, a couple didn't beers. Didn't want to get much sun with the boys. You're yeah, I'm Irish. I shadow, whatever. By the way, look at my fucking golf table. Yeah, now. you do. Have a now little, I'm fucking playing. Yeah, yeah. but you know. Uh, you take a nap. Are you not a, a napper? Uh, I was I mean, always a napper. I, up until I got a little bit older, and I think that's the case with most NHL. It's harder to it's, nap. It's, it's, harder it's a little harder to nap. Physically harder to nap. I think yeah. your mind and is... sleeping in general. Yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. Um, napping's all... It's part of the game. If you're not getting in your sleep, especially, you know, on nights you don't play, which is most of our situation, we like to go have a few pops. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to get your sleep in sometimes. So before the game, but I do want to. Lupul and I were roommates in in Philadelphia when we were there, and yes, in the NHL up until about 2012, you always had to be roommates unless you had 700 games or 500 games. Interesting. Or so, you could always if, if, if you could buy if you your had own. something on the go. You just buy your just own. Buy your own. Yeah, so you we're in Pittsburgh. Always had to do. We're in Pittsburgh, and I'm um uh, at the time I, I started to like this one girl, and I was gonna uh, you know starting to take her out and ask her out and stuff and. She was so, from Pittsburgh? She was actually from Philly, but uh, oh, okay. she was right in the middle. So she was bringing her girlfriend to the game in, in Pitt. And we get back from morning skate. Uh, Loops and I are sitting there and fucking, I, I'm, I'm, I'm texting her and I'm just kind of lining up the game after. I'm like, Loops, she's bringing in a smoking hot friend. That's yours for the night. We're, gonna, we're staying the night in Pitt. So Randy Jones wasn't playing that night. And I text Jonesy. I'm like, Jonesy, hey, on your way back, I'm, I'm taking a nap. On your way back from morning skate, do you mind stopping at seven? Give you me mind, a knock. You mind stepping at Seven Eleven for me? I need you to grab some domes. Give me a knock. You know, some domes, some, Get some condoms, condoms, and give me a knock. And some, slide them under the door. I need some Shuff, domes and some KY because because uh, I got this babe coming in, and I'm gonna absolutely th- like. Th- well, I don't know how I said it, Loops. So I, I, I'm gonna absolutely throttle. Ex- but it was like I got this like, absolute I, I, smoke I, show I, coming in. I need some domes and KY. KY. It's I'm gonna, gonna be a long night. <laughs> and so I send the text, and me and Loops, you know, we watching fucking probably Entourage or whatever, getting ready for bed. <laughs> and uh, I get a text from her, and it's like, "Oh my God, you're a bad boy." And I'm like. Oh, that's weird. Loops. She thinks I'm a bad boy. I'm she doesn't awesome. even know where she's got. <laughs> and I look and I sent the text that I thought I was sending to Randy wow. Jones right to her. To her. Oh, no. And it was like, I'm like, oh my God, Loops, what the fuck do I do? I'm like, like, oh, because no, I really like no, this girl. Really and it was like, I, it was just a boy to boy talk. And Loops is like, just shut your phone off. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, run from it. Just run from it. Shut your phone off. This is Turn it back on on Tuesday. 2007 when you, you maybe fucking shutting your iPhone or throwing it in the fucking toilet would probably yeah. make that uh, message erase. But she did not buy She that, actually, right? she had two older brothers or one older brother and a younger one, thank God. So she knew how boys talk. It was harmless, but Lupul and I, ah, fuck, you get caught in a sticky situation like that. You just <sighs> ask your best friend what the fuck to do and tell Turn your phone that was, off. That was Loops' that was Loops's answer for a lot of things. Right? <laughs> just turn, turn it off. I just turned my phone off. What would you do? I just turned my phone off. <laughs> how did you how did you and Loops meet? Carcello said, keep your eye out for my boy Lupel. He's out and about. So one night, uh, oh, yo. Huh. Yeah, In LA or what? Yeah, here. He said, my boy Lupel so runs around Hollywood. You'll just... see him. No, and then one night I was like, yo, that's probably Carcello's friend. And I said, yo, Lou, yo, Jeffrey, yeah, yeah. right? And he's like, yeah, a friend of Carcello's and Wow. And the rest is history. Loops and I, uh, yeah. I always would love when cons would make an appearance down in Newport Beach for your parties. He would come to, yeah. yeah. Every year, July 4th, July 4th or Labor or Labor Day. White you guys party. always had a problem with my system. Nah, I love your system. It was, it was in and out. That one? No, the one, hotel, the one 
<laughs> he came for three days at one time, and some numbers were. But, uh, those were massive numbers. <laughs> By the way, those are that. That's like a story, like a high school football story that gets better with years. Like yeah, yeah. It, it, down the road, it'll be oh, he had ten kills in two days. <laughs> it, it just keeps, it just keeps going. No, I, I had a, I, I had kept a good it at day. four because I know it was four. Because every time I was trying to hook up with one of them, you'd come back here with your hair messed up a little bit more each time and whack her. I'm like, shit, now what? Back to the drawing board. And it was a Monday in Newport on a long weekend. It's like kind of slim pickets as is. And Colin was just coming in, going to town. We had a great time at the white parties, right? The white parties I mean, were always The great. white parties were good. Those, the uh, the lupal bash at the The, at the lupal white parties. parties were fucking great. Well, let's get one like, of those going again. A hundred percent. Right? We got to get back. Yeah, I just don't know if a guest list would be. I built that. I counting. built that house next to Loops, fucking to take a little fucking pressure and heat off him from always, always, always throwing our parties. And now and he's over there it. just. And then I had diapers. a little bit. <laughs> Everyone's still coming Everyone's to my house. More than welcome. We actually we were over there this weekend. Uh, we watched the UFC fights, the hockey game, and then lo and behold, Bonnaroo fucking live because it was supposed to be this weekend. What? The replacement yeah. weekend was supposed to be this weekend for Bonnaroo. So we watched. So My Morning Jackie came on and I fucking threw the fucking sound where system your, on. I got the speakers. She she, I, I texted my nanny and I said, hey, can you hear anything? I need you up, up here right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, no, she was there. So I said, can you hear anything in the bedroom? She said, no. Fucking volume went up and we. So I, was, I was in the zone. So My Morning Jackie, I would have loved to have seen that. Boys, I think I mean I could sit around. here all day with you. Loops, you're always welcome, man. I, I know you're you're bi coastal, <laughs> but anytime you're you're down here, man, come on in. And I mean, I have so much more stuff down here that we could get into, but you're an no, absolute it's a pleasure. Legend, that seat's yeah. yours anytime. You're an absolute yeah, legend, yeah. man. And Even if you look if flowers is here, I can come toss them the fuck. Flowers out. thinks uh, he's Con's uh, left a building because of flowers. But, yeah, flowers. <laughs> well, we I might had have flowers anyway. on again just so we can chirp them. <laughs> I had to leave anyway, but, but you made it more dramatic. I, thought, nah, I wasn't even trying to make it dramatic. I had, I had, I had enough. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't handle. I, the one. Well, what? you guys didn't prep me for the fucking him on the ring thing. I know. And, I and somebody should be fired. <laughs> yes, somebody should part, be fired. That's disgraceful. I mean, the whole thing was great, but the one point, this one clip where he's like, yeah, brain shit, brain shit, you're like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only that, I mean, you guys have a tendency to do that. Now, I try to be here for you, but like, you, you, you spit out these nicknames. Yeah. And, and it's just like fucking yeah. Egyptian hieroglyphics. Nobody knows what the fuck you're talking about. Short side top titty. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah. Short right. side what the titty. fuck is going on? Short, Short yeah, side yeah. titty. I mean, I could yeah. piece it together, but I need a solid two minutes. To yeah, yeah. No, no, you're always great at, at, at keeping titty. the boys on their on their A game, that's for sure. Did Stamkos go short side titty? He went far side Far side titty. Far side titty. Oh, sorry. He went far side. Lupa went short side titty. Stamkos went far side titty. What happened? What happened to Stam? I heard, I'm going to go Jimmy Scoop style. I heard, it was, I heard it was a core injury. but What does that yeah. mean? No, he had surgery on it, but yeah. then he came back and he looked like he was fucking good to go. For those two yeah. minutes, and he then, made it count. Bro. And then he was oh. all of a sudden just done again. Yeah, he's boys, he's put on some miles. I know he trains fucking super yeah. hard with Gary Roberts. Yeah. I, I, I'm just going to say this. I don't think this training for a guy like Stamkos right now is, is the answer for him moving forward. He, You can do it when you're younger. But yeah. you can't fucking train with these like Gary Roberts trainers moving forward when you get over thirty. It's like, not possible. Who lasts longer? Do they Tavares keep them there? Do you, think? do you think they would keep it? Well, well, Tavares they never just won the, the cup the without him. So. Like, yeah. Loops. Who, who's in the league longer, Stamkos or Tavares? Who will play longer? Yeah. Well, I would say Tavares now, just because Stammers has. Yeah, that when one you, injury. Well, yeah, no, but, but when you start seeing different things going all when when it's a yeah. groin you and then it's a back and then it, that's like me. My issue was my back, but then next thing you know, you're. 
fucking blowing your groin or tearing your abs or like because things are not lined up. They're right. not working properly in your body. You're you're compensating for different things. So right. Like I so, hope so, I'm wrong about Stamkos. So I when I'm chipping, when I'm chipping out of the out of the sand. Yes. And Obi's telling the me face that I right don't up, have baby. my face. I got a question I'm not for dipping you. my shoulder. But the ball goes in the cup. I, I'm gonna go. With the, I'm gonna go with the ball in the if cup. If you're in the bunker, if you're in the short side bunker, and you're on, you're about to hit the shot. What? Where? Where do you put the? Yeah, come on in, boys. Yeah. Where do you put your weight, Conley? On your left on your side left or foot. right? I Thank put it on my left. There side. you go. That's all I want to say. That's a good job. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it, right? Bruce, so, we love you, Bruce, buddy. Yeah, you're welcome Thank anytime. You. Thanks, boys. We wish we could do it longer, but we got to go to Riv. Sorry, we yeah. gotta go play number ten golf course yeah, in the United yeah, States. Yeah. And uh, yeah. well, we boys, get ready, get ready. <laughs> just your fucking, give you a good it's a bear. That Kakuya grass, that'll eat fucking oh, eat your Loops, I just want to say you're the first guy to get Connolly to come in the actual studio too. So I don't know if that's a little right. feather in your cap. Couple July <laughs> Four shakers. Yeah. First guy to get him to Ottawa. Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> first and last guy to get me to Ottawa. Connolly. Unless did. the Islanders are in the fucking Eastern Conference Finals in Ottawa, be my next trip to Ottawa. But anyway. All right, boys. Thank you, everyone. Mr. Kirk, you'll be loops. Thank you, man. Cheers, boys. Thanks. It was fun. Good shit, guys.